This episode is brought to you by Flex Social Agency. Legit. Episode 39. A couple days, um, more than a couple days, almost a week late, but we're here. It's out here, and there's a good reason why it's late. Yes. Prepare for the many tales across from across the country and in a little bit of Mexico as well. What? Wow. Okay. Well, that's just Wilson. Pretty much saying stuff here. But anyways, why don't we go ahead and start? Do you want to go first? You're so prepared, Wilson, or do you want me to start? Wow, so Kat has had too much of a break that she just completely forgot that we have like intros and stuff to do. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you were saying start, like, as in start. <sighs> Never mind. I'm yeah. tired, I'm jet lagged, I just got off a flight. I'm gonna go ahead and start right now. Hello, this is Kat, aka I swear I'm gonna see Crazy Rich Asian. I just want to know if anyone lost a little bit of interest after seeing this love interest guy has a British accent. AKA, what do you call a ghost on a motorcycle? Uh, what? An afterlife crisis. (laughs) (laughs) AKA, can someone do a mashup of the bitch I'm a cow song and the I smell like beef sign? AKA, whoever is listening, Go get a drink of water right now. Our listeners are going to be hydrated, damn it. AKA six seven eight triple nine eight two one two. AKA Filipina Colada. Wow. That, that was you you came prepared today. Unlike me. You already know. It's your boy Wilson, aka I don't have any interest today. But I will say, <laughs> I will say that I am exhausted. I had a terrible flight, and I'm here. So, um, AKA Dominican. I don't even know why am I doing this. Let's just start this episode. <laughs> what? Oh, what you're not gonna like? Damn. This is highly unprepared for this episode. That's okay. That's okay. Um. So why don't you? Do you want to go into why you're so tired now? Um. You want me to start? No, I want to start. All right. All right. Can I tell you my airdrop story? Oh, uh, I think you should wait until I introduce why it was a story first. Oh, okay. You're going to get two airdrop stories tonight. Um, but some things that are new are, one, killing it. You repeat that again? I'm sorry. I am killing it. Oh, you're killing it. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> Yo, no, no. I, I, honestly, I, I heard you saying you're ruining it. And I'm like, wait, what are you ruining? The game for everyone else. <laughs> so at work my day job hibernating um just a bunch of stuff that i've been working on for like a very long time are, is finally out in the public out in the real world so for example two websites that i designed um are now live and then um another thing is these labels that i designed for is rum distillery that just opened in Seminole heights and they have like 18 different flavors of rum and it has been something that I have been involved in since I started working at Piper Inc. So it's been like almost two years. 
but the labels that I like illustrated and designed are finally printed on the bottles and actually their stock opening was this weekend. So yeah. Well has been my and the baby is delivered. <laughs> congrats. Thank you. And um we're also we're also um nominated for an award. So you can't vote for us anymore, but it's still just cool that we were nominated. Sweet. For good, for good burger awards. Um, good burger awards is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, because it's St. Pete and it's like hosted by the Chamber of Commerce. So um, they call it the Good Burger Awards because you're like a St. Pete burger, St. Petersburg. Oh my God. <laughs> it's cool though because it's like an annual thing and we got nominated for Cool Company. So. No, honestly, like that's that's so awesome. And I, I think it's hilarious that it's named that. Yes, well, I think it's cute, you know. Um, and all, also, um, this past week, I directed my first photo shoot. So, but yeah, it was at the Penny Hoarder. Do you, you know what that is? No, what's that? So it's this like really popular website where they basically give you advice on how to save money, and like it started off with this guy who was like. Didn't, huge amount of debt, student loan debt. He was like living out of his car and then he just like started sharing his tips on how to save money. Like he had to find ways to save money. And now he's like the CEO of this company. And they weren't, Penny Hoarder is not a client of ours, but we work with someone who is a client of theirs that like, so we did a photo shoot for them at the Penny Hoarder place. It was just cool. It was like a lot of collaboration. It was the first time I actually like had to like tell people what to do. And I realized when you're like in that position, you have to be kind of bossy, which I'm not used to. You just have to do it. You have to be like, no, you're not in this anymore. Or you have to like change your face, start laughing. <laughs> 2018 is a year of a more assertive cat. Yes. And um, I got to ask, and I'm going to put you on the spot so our listeners can hear it too. Um, how, how, how are you uh, on this secret project that we're working on? It's going well i have maybe oh i can't <laughs> maybe just, just give me like give me a percentage give me a percentage i am maybe 75 percent finished 75 percent finished on the secret project i was supposed to be 100 finished last week so you were when i was supposed to be 100 finished last week but i have a good reason and that is because of money because i have <laughs> a freelance project which kind of derailed stuff but, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Don't you hate it when you need money for things? It's my life. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm gonna. I got news that I'm gonna be part of a art show in October. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Can Can you give details on it, or not yet? Oh well, yeah, yeah, I can. It's for um, it's for the uh, it's at the Mize Gallery. So Chad Mize is a artist here in St. Pete. He's done like tons of murals around town and he did that t-shirt that says like um, Paris, Tokyo, um, St. Pete and it's like everywhere. But he has his own gallery here and the upcoming sh and the show that I'm a part of in October is called Randomize. So there's no theme and there were like a hundred over a hundred people that submitted work to be part of it and only 50 people got selected and guess who was one of those 50? 
Oh, oh, not a big deal. You're just you're just part of, part of a, a very selected group. Thank you, art elite. You know, you know me. You're you're part of the art Illuminati. You know, I I have an idea. The burger Illuminati. <laughs> the burger Illuminati. The burger Illuminati. The burger Illuminati. I can't even, can't even put it together. I decided that I'm gonna make whatever I want. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that's kind of like pretty much <laughs> what I've been, what I've had going on. Um, you wanna, do you wanna dive in? <laughs> so technically, this episode was supposed to come out this past Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I would have even before like the, all of this happened, I would have had stuff to talk about for this episode for my week right like you know what i mean because like i left i left for the tour on on like a thursday you know what i'm saying so um but all of that doesn't matter (laughs) all all of whatever i would have talked about doesn't matter because it's just like it's not as important you know um so i get a phone call i get a phone call um this was i'll tell you exactly when one second. Exactly when, because I don't want I don't want to get my dates confused. I get a phone call on when last Wednesday night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, saying, "Hey, um, what are you doing tomorrow?" I said, mm, "I don't know. I mean, just regular stuff, work or whatever." Oh, okay. Well, I need you to fly to Houston. Oh, okay. So you're in Miami right now, right? Yeah. yeah. In Miami, in Miami, um, and I was like, "What for?" Like, "Oh, I need you to uh, to be, to be a tour manager for um, DJ Scheme and Danny Towers." So I'm like, "Okay, well, um, well." In my head, in my head, I'm like, "They're they're they're cool with me. Like, they respect me. I I fuck with them like on a personal level, like for friends." So like it, it'll be it'll be easy, you know what I mean? Like eat piece of pie. So I was like, for how long? They're like, oh, just a week. Just pack up for like a week. What day was this? This was Wednesday night at 10 p.m. And what day did you have to leave? Thursday morning at and my flight was like at nine or 10 a.m. Oh my god! The, uh, at the very next morning, I had to do laundry the night before. You know what I mean? Like, and I pack up a duffel bag, right? Uh-huh. Um, and with just enough clothes for like a week, you know, like I just stuff it with enough clothes for like a week. Um, and I, and I go, I fly, fly to Houston. Um, they I catch an Uber to the hotel that they, they sent me like an advance of where I had to go. Right. So I get a catch an Uber to this hotel. Um, I had a room waiting for me and then this was day one. So I thought about, how I was going to approach talking about this tour because there was a lot of things that I probably shouldn't talk about. <laughs> you know what I mean? That doesn't involve me. You know what I mean? It doesn't involve me. And it gets, it, it, it can create problems with other people. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll refrain from speaking about other people and I'll just talk about my experience. You know what I mean? So, um, I'll say this, uh, the first night we all stayed in the same hotel, right? Huh? Hotel room or just like the hotel? 
No, no, in the same in the same hotel. We're all on the same floor. On the same floor. Okay, I was like, cause that can be really, really close quarters. No, no, no. It was there were that would be impossible because like in in total, the people that are like on all the buses was like twenty people. <laughs> you know, can you imagine twenty people sleeping in one room? That would be unbearable. But um, yeah. So the first venue was this place called Warehouse Live, right? And it was a really cool like warehouse spot it had like a whole bunch of shit lined up so all right th this is the thing i've never been to houston before right so a, a lot of these cities that i'm about to tell you guys about i've never been to before so i was like ah oh, this is awesome because i'm going to utilize this time to a catch pokemon you know <laughs> yes first and foremost pokemon two i did a little a little social experiment on Tinder in other cities, and uh, like, and I'll talk about that in a little bit, just because it is very different in other cities. And uh, also, I I've Ubered in all these cities, also, right? And the Uber program is also very different too, um, very very different. Um, so I'm I'm in Houston, right? In this place I've never been to before. And the first thing I do is I start catching Pokemon, right? So I start exploring. I, like, leave the venue, and I just start walking. Now, Houston is not what it looks like in, like, the music videos. <laughs> Houston is very boring. <laughs> very, very boring. Okay. Like, su it's super whack. I'm not going to lie. I was, like, in downtown Houston. Have you ever seen the Still Tipping music video for Mike Jones? Yeah. Wait. Okay. Well, it's nothing like that. <laughs> that's like the only music video I could think of. Okay, everyone that's listening, pause it. Go search "Still Tippin." Watch the music video. Come back and know that this is nothing like what Wilson experienced. No, no. It looked like I was in like the downtown area, which is supposed to be super popular, and it was very empty. And the day of the week was it? It's Thursday. Nighttime, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it should be lively. I think. Right. It was super dead. It was super dead. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I Houston was a little bit of a letdown to me, but I wasn't gonna let it stop me. You know what I mean? From from my social experience. So the first thing I did was um, I got on Tinder. Right. I just wanted to see. I was curious. You know what I mean? To see what the what the action was like in Houston. So I, I, I uh, made sure I put in my bio that I'm visiting Houston. You know what I mean? Visiting Houston. I didn't put for what reason or whatever. And I got like a whole, like, I don't want to say a whole bunch. I got a few people, a few girls that, that I matched with that night, right? And I got to say, this is my first experience with, like, Texas girls, right? And they is, were my... Is everything bigger in Texas? Yes. No, <laughs> they're egos. Let's start. Let's let's start. There. Let's start there. Um. Oh, they started like I was conversating with one of the girls, and it was like, "Oh, well, what are you here?" She asked me, "What are you here for?" I was like, "Oh, I'm here for this concert at this venue. I hate the venue." Oh, um, I'm, I'm, my sister's actually going to that. Um, that's that's awesome. When do you leave? And I was like, "I leave in the morning." I was like, "Oh, okay. I might have to might have to see you before you leave." So then she completely, she pulls a Wilson on me. 
Uh, pulls, she pulls at me and she just completely just stops answering back. Wow. Like, yeah, this, is, this is how it feels. This is how it feels. <laughs> what did it feel like? If, you know, it felt, it felt, because like I was actually intrigued by this girl. Like she, she looks good and she was like, like in the first like 20 minutes of texting back and forth down to like link up at the show. And then she stops hitting me back. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> that was my Tinder experience. Out of three out of three girls that I matched with, I conversated with one, and I got curved by that one that I conversated with, right? Um, so later that night, um, I'm not going to give any names out because I don't want to um, uh, mess up the personal life of anybody, right? But... Um, somebody on tour experienced some groupies right mm-hmm. and this is this is something i'm not i'm not um foreign to because you know with rolling loud like groupies is like a regular thing right but i've never experienced on the road groupies like whoa <laughs> like this is, this is like some different shit. um so you know on the the bus gets there this is the first time i'm on the bus right and um well let me just tell you that um i'm glad that i i went into texas with this mindset of me changing and being wholesome because i probably would have messed up day one for sure wow so you're committed i'm committed i am committed not we're i am committed you are committed i am committed spoiler alert i didn't mess up at all this entire trip you need to put like a sound clip here where they're like just these little kids cheering. All right, so that was the Houston story, right? Um, moving right along, we had to leave to Austin, which was a pretty pretty far drive. Well, not that far; it was like four hours away, right? We had to leave to Austin the next morning. Um, so we left early. Oh, I didn't. Even, I gotta stop to tell you about the bus. So the bus that we have, right, or that we had. Um, is actually Kevin Hart's tour bus. Like, like <laughs> literally, like, it has his name like on the bus. Like, it's Kevin Hart's tour bus. Um, it's so fancy, cat. Like a revenue stream for him. Like he rents it out. For yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but it's so fancy. It's like it has like these like sliding doors where like you like scan your hand mm-hmm. over <laughs> over over like this like little little like thing. And like it'll open the door by itself, like like on some spaceship shit. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's really Wait, fancy. So, do you think those group, groupies were actually there expecting Kevin Hart? No, no, because you couldn't unless you knew where to look. You couldn't see his name. It wasn't like big on there. You know oh, what I mean? During like his face, like on the side. No, 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 nothing like that. No, it was like his name was like etched, like like uh, he had like a little thing, like a little plaque thing on the like the the steering wheel. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. But you know the bus is so super fire. Um. So you know I had my bunk. <laughs> I had my bunk on the tour bus, <laughs> and um, I I only slept on it one night though because we had hotels like every other night. You don't understand. I love RVs. Like RVs are so fucking cool to me. I've always wanted one. Really? 
Yes. <laughs> they're so, I just love how things are so, like, you can, they're compact and you can, like, fold things up and, like, this thing becomes a chair now and, like, you can hide away things. It's just, I love smart storage. <laughs> and I also love, like, miniature things. Okay. Anyway, so this cool bus that you're on. I just, I just had, like, this flashback of that very terrible story that you told me about those miniature houses. Like, the, no, the terrible festival, I should say, that you went to. Well, like, if it wasn't, I wish that didn't suck, because otherwise I do really like tiny versions of home. <laughs> Question for you. So, um, the backstory. Not an RV, but. Okay, the backstory. Um, I was watching, when I was a kid, I was watching this, like, behind the scenes thing of NSYNC on the road. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how, like, on tour, it's actually kind of nice falling asleep on the tour bus because it like it rocks you to sleep as driving is that oh that, that's a fact that's a fact i slept like a baby the one night that i like slept like the whole night there yeah i slept like a baby good to know see i wasn't sure if they were just bullshitting everyone like now i do gotta say this i it didn't bother me because i picked the right bunk but i couldn't imagine sleeping on the bunk all the way on the top because okay. there's there's yep. not like a ladder to get up there you have oh. to like Work your way up there. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's pretty high up. I also love bunk beds. Again, smart storage. It's three. It's like three bunks. Yeah, it's in total. In total, there was twelve bunks. So it's like four, four sections of three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you? Which section of the? Were you in the, the middle? The middle. See, you know what I'm saying? I'm scared of being on the floor because, like, if, like, for whatever reason, I I got into my head that, like, what if, like, there was it started raining and water got inside, then I, I would get wet sort of thing. Back close to the ground? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, like, the, the one on the floor is pretty close to the ground, yeah. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not, like, on the ground, but it's, like, six inches from the ground, mm-hmm. you know? So the one in the middle was perfect. It's, okay. like, it's, like, it's like a high, a high bed, basically. Oh, the one on top though, like it's like no no bullshit. Like the bed was like um, like on the top of my head, like the height of it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty high up, so you would le- legitimately have to climb there. <laughs> and I can imagine just like w- w- like if you want to get up and get out, like what if you forget that you're so high up and you just like flop to the ground? <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So the bus was cool. They, we had we had a whole bunch of snacks and drinks, and we had like t- like TVs everywhere. Like the bunks had TVs, first of all. What? The bunks had TVs. And there was two TVs in the front of the bus, and then there's one big ass TV in the back where people would play PlayStation and smoke. And like that, that was just such a vibe. Kevin Hart installed ambient lighting in like where you just wave your hand and it changes like the colors to like blue. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool, really cool bus. So when they were smoking in the back, did it basically pop off the entire? No, it didn't. Because, like I mentioned, they, there's like these sliding space doors, right? So you close yourself in there and you just open the back windows. How snacks did you have? Go into that. Oh, man. We had everything from honey buns to donuts to chips, um, zebra cakes to Cosmic. everything. We had everything. Did you have cosmic brownies? No, no cosmic brownies. How do you not have cosmic brownies? Okay, anyways. 
Um, all right. So that was Houston. What what are all the cities that you that you went to? Um, Houston, Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, Phoenix, um, Santa Ana, and LA. Okay. Um, so from Houston, like overnight we had to like like at three AM we had to start driving to Austin, right? To get to Austin early. We get to Austin. Now Austin, if you know, is where they do like South by Southwest, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm familiar with the fact that they have a big music scene there. So I figured it's like real cultural. And it's really different from the rest of Texas. Right. So let me tell you, during the daytime though, it's not it's like no bullshit. I'm on my grandmother, I swear. We parked the bus, I got out of the bus, and I legitimately saw a tumbleweed. <laughs> I know on everything. I swear to God, I saw a tumbleweed. And um and all and all all I saw was a tumbleweed of homeless people everywhere. You know uh, what I mean? But at night, oh my god, Austin is lit. Austin is lit. Like it turned into like a street rave, like food trucks pulling in everywhere and like just people partying everywhere. It was it was it was a good time. Wow. Uh. So let me tell you, I'm going to brush through real quick about my Austin Tinder experience. <laughs> Austin Tinder experience. Um, better than Houston, right? So the girls, the girls didn't dump me over there. I, but they like, all right, so I matched with um, three girls again in Austin as well. And I hit all three of them up and they were all three already coming to the show, right? Mm-hmm. So um, after the show, I was like, yo, let's go get something to eat. So there was this place, I think it was called Happy Chicks. It's like this chicken spot. Happy Chicken? No, I think it's just Happy Chicks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's this, um, this, this chicken spot that's like open real late. So um, we go there and I'm hanging out with these three girls, which I let them all know that I matched with them on Tinder. <laughs> I took all three of them. <laughs> what? Yeah. How is being? How how are you being wholesome right now? Because I, I didn't do anything. We're just eating happy chicken. Okay. Okay. I you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't do. I didn't do anything wrong. I, I was straight. I I let them know straight up. Like yo, like I leave in Dallas in the morning, and I don't plan on doing anything. But I kind of want to hang out with people in Texas. That's okay. what I told them. Like okay. I was like, I just want to hang out with people in Texas. But one of the girls, right? I, she'll never hear this, and, I, and I'll probably never see her again. So I'll say her name. Her name was Sabrina, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, she right. was different than the other two because the other two was like real cool and like on some friend shit, you know what I mean? But this one was like real touchy with me, right? And I could tell like she was trying to push the envelope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she was trying to push the envelope a little bit. Um, so at the end, it was like almost four in the morning and the bus was leaving to Dallas at six. So I wanted to at least take a nap on the bus. You know what I mean? Cause I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to go back to the hotel. It made no sense. Um, and I was like, I was saying bye to them. And then that girl, Sabrina was like, Oh, let me take a nap with you. And I was like, we're both not going to fit on the bunk. That's not, <laughs> that's, that's not happening. Trying like, to like 
sink her way on to the tour? Just leave behind often? No, no, no. She definitely wasn't on that because she knew that there was, like, on the bus that I was on, none of the artists were on that bus. And she knew that. You know what I mean? So she was just legitimately just trying to get this one night standing in the bus. Yeah. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? That, like, I learned that, like, it's not even about who they do it with. Right, it's the fact that they're doing it in the bus, and they could take their Instagram pictures that they were in the bus, and you know what I mean, shit like that. The IG is serious. Right, right, right. So, I, she was very persistent. Like it was to the point where I legitimately like had to like change my tone of voice, and I was like, no, I really have to go take it up. <laughs> I really have to go take it up. And she got like real bitchy and said some things that like was very hurtful more to her more to her than me because she sounded crazy like she was like saying she (laughs) she she was questioning my manhood questioning my yeah but then again i remembered the night prior in houston right that this is an ego thing Mm -hmm. everything really is bigger in texas even their egos the venue was trash i didn't even mention that because i hated that venue. the venue was ass it was like outdoors I hate that place. I never want to go back there again. Why was it bad? It was super hot outside, and it was an outdoor venue. Oh. And the green room was really small. In a hip-hop show, if the green room is really small and everybody smokes, it makes me not want to be there. True. So next stop was Dallas. Um, Dallas is cool. Um, Dallas is more modern or was more modern than the other cities so far. They like this like there was like so many good restaurants in the in the area. Um it looked like it looks a lot like Tampa to be honest. Oh yeah? Yeah. The way that the like downtown Tampa. The area we were in. Okay. Um, excuse me. But um um I actually have an interesting story about Dallas because I have a friend that lives out there, right? Uh-huh. Um, her and I were good friends, like back in elementary school, and when I lived in New Jersey, and I, I text her and I was like, "Hey, you know, I haven't talked to her in like a year, but I was like, I'm randomly in Dallas right now. Like, what are you doing?" Um, and like her husband texts me back. Oh. <laughs> it was never it wasn't even like that. I was just trying to see her to say hi. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah, her husband texted me back. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I don't even want to I don't even want to get into that. But yeah, oh. was, I I mentioned in the text who I was just in case she didn't have my number saved because it's been like a year since I talked to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he knew that it was a guy texting her. Oh. Okay. To like link up because I'm gonna be in Dallas for a day. Oh, and that's the last you heard from her? Yeah. Oh, so awkward. Yep. Um, but yeah, so after that, I felt kind of weird about being in Dallas, period. Cause it was just like, oh, damn. The only person I knew he- I knew here in Texas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you were allowed to see. Yeah. Um, but it's cool, though. I-, I had a good time in Dallas. We went out after the show, like, some of the people on tour and I, we went out to like this like 
Dallas club, right? And it's like a very cliche, like tabletop dancing and bull riding and the coyote ugly. Yeah, super cliche. Cowboy hats everywhere and picture you in one of those places where they're line dancing. Yep. Really? I was so out of place, cat. That's hilarious. But it was cool. The food was great. The drinks were super expensive. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Was it country music playing? It was like rock and modern country. Oh gosh. Yeah. A lot of Nickelback. Are you serious? Did mm-hmm. you know that Avril Lavigne is with the Nickelback? That guy Nickelback. What's no. his name? I don't know. I'm sure he has a name because, like, that guy Nickelback is just like. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Let us know. I don't feel like Googling it. But, um, so when you're on a tour like this, how many people are involved? Like, how many people are you traveling with? Okay. So there's three buses, right? On one bus, the bus that I was on was myself, right? Um, ski masks, uh, two, two managers. Um, the tour manager, he's like the guy that coordinates all this, everything. Um, the two guys that handle merch, right? Like the all the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the guy that handles the lights and the guy that handles the video out, out of the production. Okay. Um, and then on the other bus, on one of the other buses, you have Ski Mask, that's the artist, right? The, the, his tour. Um, you have Danny Towers, that's the other artist, the one that I was TMing. Um, you have DJ Scheme. Um, you have Ski Mask Assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that bus, the bus that they were on, had a built-in music studio in the back. What? Yeah, so they could record while they're on the road. So because they had that bus, um, they brought a, a, an engineer to engineer the music while they're on the road. And then, um, and then ski masks are two big ass security guards, like big buff security guards. Yeah. And then the third bus, there's another artist, right? Um, that I wasn't TMing. Um, his name is Ben Hunter Izzy. TMing. Tour manager. Yeah. Um, Ben Hunter Izzy, and he had his own bus with his old entourage of people. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like just like merch people, managers, and friends, basically like just an entourage. So in total, how many roughly is that? Thirty. I'll say thirty people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a big. It's a big tour. Like all these rooms so far on the tour have been like fifteen hundred minimal capacity, all sold out. There are a lot that are sold out, right? All sold out. All yeah. Sold. All sold out. The one we did last night, which, you know, I'll talk about because it's like an interesting story, but we did the Novo. That's a 2,500 cap room we sold out in, oh. in, in L.A., which is fun. But yeah, I'll get to that. I, I got to talk about L.A., but um, I got one more Texas story. <laughs> San Antonio. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. San Antonio. All right. <laughs> This 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 is the, the craziest shit about, about Texas. The craziest story about Texas. So, San Antonio is where the University of Texas is, right? It's like the big. It's like the big pop, like younger, like like our age sort of crowd. You know what I mean? Like the twenties. That's where they're all at. Like the old people are like in Dallas and Austin and stuff like that. 
all the real cowboys. Yeah, the, 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 it's more modern in San Antonio as far as like hip. It's more hip. Um, so the name of the venue, right, was the Alamo City Music Hall, right? Because we're really close to like the Alamo. Yeah. Okay, so off rip. When I landed in San Antonio, I said, this is the last stop in Texas. I need a really good Tinder story. Like, I need, as soon as we stopped in San Antonio, it was like 9 a.m. I started hitting it on Tinder. I was like, all right, I'll make this happen. So I put, right. on, I put on my bio that I'm in San Antonio for the day. My last stop in Texas. That's what I put, right? Um, and I ended up matching with eight girls that night. Okay. Um, and this is where shit got weird. Shit. Do you believe in doppelgangers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the world is big enough. You gotta have people that look like other people. Okay. So this is like a two, a two, a two part story. Two part okay. story, right? So the first part is, all right. I was I was texting all these girls, right? But they all had plans that night with the exception of one girl, okay? And I asked her what she was doing, and I told her I was gonna be Alamo City or whatever. And she was like, oh, I actually, I work a few blocks away and I get off work at this time. I could go over at least, you know, we could hang out and get a drink and then whatever, right? I thought it was a good idea, I said, cool. So here's the thing, on, on the app, right? I'm gonna describe, I'm gonna describe this girl to you guys. She was um, curly, curly, like really, really curly, big, like dirty blonde hair, right? Mm -hmm. um, she looked like ethnic, like maybe a Dominican, okay. right? Sort of thing, right? Um, as far as like, like she looked Hispanic, she looked Hispanic, but like, like a Dominican, Cuban, maybe, right? Um, so when I see this girl, right, first of all, I definitely got catfished because it 100%, I, all right, so um, I see this girl walking towards me across the street because she's like, I have my headset on, right? And she's like, oh, I see you. I'm walking towards you now. And there's only one person walking towards me. Yeah. And it's not any of the people that I matched with today. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not any of the people that I matched with today. That's all right, the first part is that she, I got, she catfished me, right? All right. Why are you saying she catfished you? Because it was not the person. Was not the person in the pictures. Okay, so the picture and that you had, her hair was blonde and curly. That's what you're saying, and she looked like the. She, she was darker than me, also. All right. So the person that you were seeing in person mm -hmm. looked like long black hair. Um, okay. Well, hair can change. She's definitely look Italian. Okay. Um, shorter. Um, more weight. Uh huh. Um, blue eyes versus oh. the black eyes in the pictures. Okay. <laughs> um regardless that's not that's not what what really is the second part of this though mm -hmm. the second part of this is 
I almost had a heart attack when I saw her because I thought it was my ex walking towards me. <laughs> she looks exactly like my ex. Really? I was tripping. I thought I was. I thought I was. I thought. I, I thought maybe like someone, somebody said something in my drink, and I was bugging out. And, and so the person in the picture looked nothing like your ex that you're talking no, about. No, nothing like, nothing at all like my ex. When so this girl walks up to me, like bashful, right? And she's like, "Hi, it's me." And then I was like, "Who?" <laughs> I said, "I literally just said who." I just said who. And then she was like, "Yeah." So, um, those pictures were my friends. Um, I forgot that her account was still on my phone. Um, and I feel I feel like shit now because of your reaction kind of oh. told me. I was like. I, I I like literally like put my hand in my hip, like my head in my hand, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? When did oh. you realize that she, <laughs> both of us, both Wilson and I have our hands on our phones right now. Wait, when did she realize that her friend was logged in on her phone? I don't know. I don't know. I don't believe. First of all, I don't believe that. I think that she was legitimately just catfishing. You know what I mean? This girl. Let me be. Let me be clear. This girl was not unattractive, right, in real life. But the pictures were way more attractive. Is what I'm saying. Like, it was. It was. It was obvious. It was like an obvious difference. But this girl was still not unattractive. You know what I mean? But it was an obvious difference. Um. So I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> what just happened in my head? I'm like, how did I get myself into this situation? Um, but did she still expect you to go on this date or whatever? She said that she came. She wanted to like explain herself to me in person. Oh, that's so awkward. Because then, like, either way, you're gonna meet up, and then you're gonna like for her, it sucks because then you're gonna be. You ended up looking really disappointed, and she could tell. And like, you could have just sent this via a message. Like, this could have been avoided. Why would you? Yeah, right, right. Um. So then, when I finally got it together, uh, I was like, I'm not. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I literally I'm just like shocked right now. <laughs> like, um. But it has nothing, it is not only just because, like, you're not the person in the picture. Like, I explained to her, like, yo, like, you look a lot like somebody I know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a lot like somebody I know. The person that you're referring to was your ex. Right, yeah. Um, And she was like, oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's very weird. You out with her? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was too freaked out, Kat. I was just like, all right, well, um, yeah, it's getting, like, kind of late. <laughs> it's getting kind of late. And, and I kind of have to, like, gather my thoughts a little bit because I'm, like, freaked out right now. And she was like, I, she laughed, and she was like, I completely get it. I feel, I feel dumb. I should have logged her out. Um, and yeah. I was like, yeah, it's, I was like, I was like, 
trust me, it's, it's really not like my reaction was more because you look like somebody I know, not because you were who I thought you were. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah, that was my Texas story <laughs> nutshell. Um. So we had a very long drive from Texas to Phoenix, from San Antonio to Phoenix. It's what? a fifteen-hour drive, right? Uh, yeah um and you have to go through nothing but desert you know what i mean like like so if you actually look at like the map um there's a, a certain point in the highway where you actually have to cross the border to, to mexico mm-hmm. for like 30 minutes and then leave and then go back on the highway to get to arizona oh i'm sorry to new mexico mm-hmm. um and so yeah i i crossed the border i saw the border patrol i saw you know (laughs) it was it was a little scary because everybody was smoking in the back (laughs) i was just like um they didn't come inside or anything Mm -hmm. um but yeah we went through border patrol i slept a lot actually during that time on the bus like i was just like yo, i was so bored because you have no cell phone service right oh really Oh, I guess you have internet. It's the desert. Like, it's literally nothing. No power lines anywhere. Like, it's no lights anywhere. I can. I was thinking in my head, like, what if it was nighttime and we got stuck? So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. I saw a lot of coyotes and shit and cactus. <laughs> cactus. So, we get to Phoenix, right? Um, We got to Phoenix a night before the show that we had in Phoenix. So, I actually have a friend in Phoenix, right? My, my homie Adrian. Um, so I hit him up and like, you know, I got him to like interview um, one of the artists that I was TMing um, the following day. But that night I still wanted to like link. Um, so there was a, a show that night, a little, a little baby show in, in Phoenix. And I was like, yo, I, I gotta go hit that up. So I go. And man, hip hop in Phoenix is weird. Why? Like, so all right, you you imagine like a, a little baby show in Tampa? You would you would think like it's like a whole bunch of kids, like a whole bunch of like young people, right? Yeah. I cannot help myself but laugh every time I hear the name little baby because it's just like the first thing I. See, it's the ultimate little name, though. It is. It really. Oh, <laughs> um, I wish I thought of it. Right, right, right. Um. But this crowd, right, in Phoenix, and it, and it was an all-aged event, right, mm-hmm. was, like, a very grown and sexy crowd. It was, like, a super drinking, like, older crowd. And I was, like, thrown off because there wasn't, like, moshing or anything going on anywhere. Mm-hmm. So just very sophisticated, like, drinking crowd. And I was like, hmm, that's like, weird. <laughs> that's weird. Um, but, yeah, no, the Little Baby Show was cool. Um but I needed to get to work because um, I have this experiment that I was doing with Tinder in a new city, <laughs> new city, and I just wanted to try it. Um, and I gotta say that Phoenix was dead. Phoenix was trash. Like nothing was going on in Phoenix and on on Tinder. Like when I say dead, I mean like I didn't match with anybody out there. Even though it was a grown-up sexy crowd. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but we were in Phoenix like for a little bit of extended time, right? 
um, before we hit the California. Mm-hmm. So um, w- one of the artists, Ben Hutta Izzy, he had rented like a Airbnb, like a huge house instead of getting the hotel. Um, and they threw like this big ass pool party there, right? And I didn't go because I knew if I would have went, I would have uh, broke, broke my promise to myself of being wholesome. So yeah. Wow, the sacrifice. See, I'm telling you, I'm I'm on a roll. I am being serious about this. I'm so proud of you. Another round of applause for Wilson. Right, right, right. Um, so I gotta talk about this venue. Um, this is the venue that I, I FaceTimed you at. It was had like a really sophisticated green room. Like I felt like the green room was like a venue. Yeah. <laughs> like a whole separate venue. So yeah, the Phoenix show was cool, another sold out date. Um it was probably my second favorite show because like the crowd loved the crowd loved the, the show and um also in general, like, you know, hanging out with Adrian was cool. I could see Adrian. Um but now we left to California, right? Now I, I think I talked about it last time we recorded this this podcast or the last time I went to California and then we recorded mm-hmm. how much I love going to California. Which I love, I love going out there. Like, but I knew, and and I said this to you, I think that California was gonna be the place where I probably was gonna fuck up. And you weren't even planning on being in California, right? I was, but only for one day. Oh, yeah, I planned only going for one day. That was the original plan. I was was supposed to be there for one day, then leave. But I ended up being there for three days. All right, so get to we get to LA, right? Um, we stay at this place called the the Mayfair. It's a really fancy like vintage hotel that was been been around since like 1922 or some shit, right? Real fancy, fancy spot. Um, and it has like attached to it like its own version of Starbucks. It's like so funny because like everything about it reeks Starbucks. They just changed the name. Really. Yeah, they had their entire menu. They even have like the cake pops and everything. Like everything is Starbucks. They just changed the name. I'm there, and I was like, "All right, I already have." See, L.A. is the one city where I just tell people that I'm there, and I don't. I don't. I didn't need to use Tinder. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But I did. I did. Right, and. And the first day, I ended up getting like fifteen matches, right? Um, and I was like, "Damn, this is this is a little overwhelming. I don't want to hit all of them up, so I'm just not gonna hit anybody up except one. I hit up one girl, right? Because she looked like really, really. She was like over the top, like good looking. Um, is it because you like why is it LA? Like why is it like that? Why is what like that? You have more matches and stuff. More people use the app. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, more people um, are, I should say, uh, currently using the app. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, like it's more, it's more active. It, I should say actively using the app. But um, so, uh, yeah, I, I was conversating with only one girl out of the fifteen that I matched up with because she looked to look really, really good. And um, it turns out that this girl was actually um, 
working at the show that in Santa uh, Santa Ana. Yeah, Santa Ana. Oh, Santa Cruz. No, no, Santa Ana. Sorry, Santa Ana. The observatory show. And um, she was working at that show. She's a bartender, right? And I was like, cool, I'll be there too. She she was like, oh, are, are you going as a fan? And I was like, oh no, I'm I'm going to uh, work as a as a tour manager. I you know I, I had a drink from her or whatever. After the show, we we all linked up for some more drinks. Um, and then she hit me with this crazy shit, cat. This is this is this is wild. This is this is night one of me being in LA, by the way. Right? Mm-hmm. Night two. I'm sorry. This is night two. Um, no, this is night one. I'm bugging. My days are all fucked up. I'm sorry. My days are all screwed up. Um, she hit me with this wild shit, cat. She was like, "Hey, um, so I, I this is weird. She goes, this is weird because like." Every single time, like, I have to, like, get to this part of hanging out with, with a guy. Like, they get all weird about it. But I'm actually, like, with somebody. But it's cool because she's kind of with it, too. Oh, okay. So I was like, run that by me one more time. Like, which is a little bit slower. <laughs> a little bit slower. And she was like, yeah, I'm, like, engaged. Oh. Um... But um, my girlfriend and I, we have, like, this open relationship. Okay. So she's, like, down. But I need to know if you'd be down with her. Why? I don't know. I was trying to figure this out. So I was like, forgive me. Forgive me for being blunt. Because mm-hmm. I'm. this is me just trying to piece together what you're telling me. All right? But are you saying that are you offering me like a threesome? Is that is is that what it what it is? And she was like, Yeah, I am. But that's be that'll be the only way you'll have sex with me. Oh. Ah, and then I was like, Okay, um see that's kind of a weird situation for me <laughs> because I wasn't even like a hundred percent sure if I was gonna have sex with you. Now you're putting me like in this weird angle where if I do want to, you have to do it twice. Yeah, I have to involve another person that I haven't even seen. So many variables. Right, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to respectfully um, decline. Wow, wow. But no, I made the right choice. I made the right choice because then she showed me a picture. Yeah, I made I made the right choice. <laughs> I made the right choice. I can't see him right now, but I'm just giving Wilson a look. Well, I mean, why why would I why would I willingly put myself in a situation like that? Wilson Wilson is also simple. Wilson, keeping it simple, one person. <laughs> No, no, no. See, see, that's what you got it wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that I was against that. I was just against the fact that it was like she was treating it like it was like a mystery person. Like, like I was, I don't, I don't even know. First of all, I don't know her. Yeah. And I haven't even seen this other person. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And and I gave no in no um 
insight in me wanting that in the first place. That's true. It was very um, presumptuous of her. So yeah, yeah. She definitely had big dick energy. So before I get to the last venue, which was in LA, um, the Novo, mm -hmm. something happened in between where I do gotta admit that I almost messed up. Mm -hmm. This 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 is where I this is where I fucked up. So I did talk about this girl previously. I remember. Mm -hmm. The last, the, the rolling loud that we had in LA last year, right? The episode after that, I told a story about this girl that I met in LA. Security guard. Huh? She's working security. Yes. You remember. You remember. Uh, wow. Yeah. Give, give applause to Kat for remembering. I did not expect you to remember that. Um, Because I tell a lot of stories. You know what I mean? <laughs> I tell a lot of stories. So, anyways, she hit me up. She, she saw my Snapchat that I was in LA, right? Oh. Yep. Um, she was like, oh, yo, how come you didn't hit me up? And I was like, oh, damn, like, honestly, I got here for work. I, I forgot. I got, you know, thrown off. And she was like, oh, I want to see you. And I was like, cool, let's just get some food later, right? Um, she was like, all right, cool. Do you want to watch a movie too? I was like, yeah, let's, let's do that. So she was telling me that there's, like, this, like, drive-in theater in, like, North Hollywood where they show, like, classic like classic like um pop culture movies and they were showing beetlejuice right wow. and, and like um they it's also like a restaurant so they bring bring you food to your car okay. so she was so she was gonna pick me up and we were gonna go over there i thought it was a great idea you know what i mean i love beetlejuice <laughs> you know what I, mean? I love beetlejuice um i didn't think about the whole thing that we're gonna be in the car together and a drive-in theater isn't she, wouldn't she be mad at you? Like, just wondering. What do you mean? Like, didn't you, I just remember you, like, meeting, she thought that you were going to, like. Oh, yeah, I dubbed her. I definitely dubbed her. But. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely dubbed her. But the thing is, like, I think that she realized that that was just like me because, <laughs> because she saw on my Snapchat that I would just dub people all the time. Okay. She didn't take it personally. She didn't take it personal. I didn't treat her any different than I treated everybody else. So, I guess. Um. So, um. She picks me up from the from the hotel, right? Mm -hmm. All right. We're driving. We're talking or whatever. And she, I'm not gonna lie. She was looking good. Like she was looking real good. You know what I mean? I hadn't I hadn't seen her since the last time I was in LA. And I was like, damn. Like I might. I might have to, I mean, in my head, I'm like, if I break my, my promise to myself, is it really breaking it? Because this is not like somebody new. This is somebody that I've like fucked with in the past. You know what I mean? And she, we have like a general understanding that she knows that I'm leaving soon. You know what I mean? Like, is, is it, is it really me breaking the rules? So th I'm, this is, I'm contemplating that in my head. Right. Um, meanwhile, like I, she's a hundred percent with it. Cause like my hand was like, like on my lap and she like put it on her hand. Like she grabbed my hand sort of thing. Right. Oh, wow. So I, I feel like she was like with it too. All right. So we like, we're like 20 minutes away from the hotel going North. Right. And, um, she gets a phone call. Okay. So she, she picks it up in like the Bluetooth of the, the car. You know what I mean? So like it's on, it's on speaker sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And, it's her boyfriend. 
that I didn't know she had. Oh. <laughs> and all right, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mimic the guy because it's it's disrespectful if I do that, right? But imagine imagine in your head like in the in in a very stereotypical like cholo mm -hmm. like <laughs> like argument going on. Um, her brother, his his brother, apparently works at the hotel that I stayed in. My God, and, and saw me get in the car with her. No, and she denied it, of course, right? And then he says something along the lines of, "Don't fucking play games with me. I'll kill the dog." <laughs> this is what happens when you. When you don't commit to your goal. So <laughs> she was like, you're fucking crazy. I'm not with anybody. Um, I'm, I just got off of work. I'm going home. And then he said, I'm going home too. If, if, <laughs> if, if you're not here by the time I get there, I'm killing the dog. <laughs> oh, my God. And she she said, "You kill the dog, I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put oil in your car, like inside the car. I'm gonna put oil. I'm gonna put hot oil in your car." And then he goes, he goes, "You effing, you effing bitch! Uh, don't you? I'm trying my best not to mimic him. <laughs> don't stop trying my best not to mimic him." It's like the way he sounded. Was <laughs> it was so funny? Um, if don't do that. I swear, I swear to God, I'll kill your dog and I'll record it. <laughs> record it. And, and then she hung up on him. And she took like this really loud, deep breath. And she was like, so yeah, I think I have to bring you back now. <laughs> oh my God. What did he say? So, um, I was like, all right. Um, um... It was great seeing you. <laughs> And I was like, if you want, just like leave me around the corner. <laughs> Drop me over on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So she drops me off around the corner. I get out the car and I was like, hey, like I, I like her window was down. I was like, hey, what does his brother look like just in case like I have any confrontation <laughs> going on? So she she showed me a picture and I was like, okay, thanks. Um and you know that she had the audacity to like go for a kiss after that. Oh my god! And I was like, "That's not a good idea." Like he might be watching. Then I walked away. That girl's crazy. But anyway, um, I see the guy right as I'm walking back into the hotel, and um, like it was one of those things where I I, I needed to play it cool, right? So. In my eyes, the best way for me to play it cool is to confront the situation without confronting it. So he was he was at the desk at the I think it's called the concierge concierge yeah. desk. Um, I legitimately went up to him <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, by any chance, do you guys have toothpaste down here?" <laughs> and he was like, "He was like toothpaste," like he said just like that, like like really like loud, like loud, like toothpaste. And I was like, "Yeah, toothpaste." And then he like doesn't say anything. He walks away. He comes back from the back of two face. I was like, "Thanks." And I just walk away. <laughs> wow. So he he knows who you are. 
Well, see, I did that to make it seem like I am not guilty of anything. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, I was just like, I'm not, I, I have no, I have no fear. I'm not, I'm not guilty. You didn't do anything. I didn't do anything, exactly. If you hid from him, then you are guilty of something. Exactly. If I would have, like, tried to sneak in the elevator and he would have caught me, then, you know. You think he could have taken him? If huh? Right, you? you? Oh man, hell no. Oh. This guy was huge. The last time you hung out with this lady, um, you got a cold because you did not get enough sleep. And this time, you could have gotten physically ill again, aka died. You know? <laughs> or died. Or died. I hope, you know, I, I'm going to give it like a week or two that I'm going to hit her up and ask her how her dog is doing. How her dog is doing? Yeah. Why well, you know how I, how her dog is doing? Because he threatened to kill the dog. Oh, I thought he threatened to kill you. No. I thought, I thought he was Why do you think I would be laughing? <laughs> I was laughing because he was threatening to kill the dog. I thought... <laughs> Is referring to you as a dog. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, this dog. No, her her dog. I didn't realize that you had. Okay, okay. Oh my god, that's mean. This person's evil. Yeah, so that was my off day. But I gotta tell you about the Novo. That venue was incredible, right? And this this is actually at the end of my my tour story and the end of this. This is why I saved it. I did it this way, is because this is gonna be a good segment to our next, a good segue to our next segment. Um, so the Novo is directly across the street from the Staples Center, right? Um, which is like in downtown LA, really huge, like like famous venue. Um, they they've hosted like the Grammys there before. You know what I mean, like like Grammy parties and shit like that. It's like really big, big spot. Um. It's actually next door to the Grammy Museum, but um, uh, we sold it out. Um, it's a huge, huge green room. Um, really good spot. So, anyways, the I, I was looking at the guest list, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw LeBron James on the guest list, what? and then I was like, if LeBron comes to the show, right? I got a couple things I want to ask him. <laughs> I got, a, I got a few things I want to ask him. You know what I mean? A few things. Um, so it turns out it was actually for his sons. But oh. but he, he, he came to drop them off. Right? So he oh. was he was in the parking lot. What? Yeah, he was in the parking lot. Um, by the tour buses. Uh and um like I see I see him in the car, right? I was like, damn, but I also see like his security like next to him. And like I feel like if I go anywhere near the car, I'm gonna get tackled. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I gotta play this cool. I gotta play this cool. Um I asked Ski Mask, the guy that's on tour, like is his tour. I was like, yo, come like LeBron's right there. Come with me, come with me to the car real quick. Um so we start walking towards the car, right? And LeBron rolls down the window. He was like, yo, ski. I gotta go, but um, yo, make sure my boys have a good time tonight. 
And Ski was like, yeah, no problem, Bron, I got you. What? So I had uh, that's what that's when I had my little opportunity of saying something right then and there, right? Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, Bron," <laughs> I yelled, I yelled out, "Yo, Bron, sign to the Knicks next year." <gasps> oh. I, don't, I don't even know why I said that because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really want them to. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. He, he kind of looked at me crazy and just drove off. <laughs> oh wow! What an impression to make the one the one chance you have. Listen, it, it was just like on the spot, though. You know what I mean? Like, I had I had to think quick. That was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> it is time to the return of Cat Takes on Sports. So we're gonna be talking about. LeBron James, aka Wilson's new enemy, I guess. Good job. No, no enemies, man. No enemies. Um, but we're gonna talk about him during the Lakers. What I did today to kind of like to take on the sports segment is I decided to get a little more context as about LeBron James's life, <laughs> and I read like the whole his. Wikipedia section and like his whole professional career was like, all right, I know there's a lot of drama with him like moving around to all these teams, but like, why? <laughs> so um, I started off with like how he first started on the Cavaliers. You know, he was like fresh out of school, immediately got joined the Cavaliers, and um, he was on there for a while, but things just weren't going well. You know, he felt like he was doing all the all the work. Offensively, <laughs> is that correct? Right. That's, that's correct. That's correct. He's doing a lot of stuff, and things just weren't going his way. Like they didn't end up going to like the championship or whatever, and so everyone was upset, you know. And he was like, "You know what? Fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck everyone. I am gonna go join the Miami Heat with Chris, Dwayne Wade, and." Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch. Yep. And so he joined them, and people were really upset. And it was like a whole thing. It was televised stuff. And then joined them. Then ended up leaving them eventually after doing really good. I was like, I got to go back to Kevin. I got to. You know, I made a promise to them. I got to go back. Blah, blah. So then he went back. And then um, he did well and stuff. But then the team that he was on just was like kind of. Like he was like doing all the work as usual. Yep. <laughs> and now he decided to leave. He's like, you know what? Sorry guys, I'm leaving again. But at least this time it's not as big of a deal. Or it's not not that it's not a big of a deal, but it's not received as negatively as when he first left the Cavaliers. I think people are on like are on they kind of understand why he'd be leaving now. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. That's um, that was a good research you did. Thanks. I, there's more details that I left out, but yeah, I feel like I understand now. And it was really surprising to me that, like, for a long time, people like hated LeBron James. Like, people saw him as a villain, and he kind of like made that his persona. And mm -hmm. like, like, yeah, I'm like this mean guy right now. But then he turned things around after losing to I don't remember, but he lost, and it kind of like was like, okay, you know what? 
gonna reevaluate some things. I'm gonna be not mean anymore. Um, yeah, but you know what's also more interesting to me now is that he went back the Cavaliers, and it was supposed to be him, your guy, Kevin Love, and right. That's, that's your not, guy. That's not my guy. Thought your guy was Kevin. No, it's not. Chris Asporzingas, man. Don't disrespect Chris Asporzingas, bro. Don't, just because he's tall and white, man. Relax. Oh, but I was, okay, good. Because I was thinking he was also white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. Kyrie Irving. Is he the flat earther? Yeah, he's a flat earther. Yep. <laughs> okay, so the three of them were supposed to be like, yeah, you know, we're like the strong. The trio of the Cavaliers now, but then Kyrie Irving decided to leave because he doesn't want to play with Le- LeBron James now. I think that's kind of like, oh, what happened? You know, kind of sad. You guys are supposed to be a team, the stars. But um, yeah. So, but what I'm not exactly clear on is like why exactly the Lakers? Like what? So my my perspective on the Lakers is that is a team where they're young. Right, they're young. They're competitive. They weren't that good last year, but they're competitive. Mm-hmm. And also, LA is a city where he can make a lot of money outside of basketball, and he already is making a lot of like he's he's been doing a lot. Like I was reading something that since he moved to LA, he's he's got his hands in on executive producing like eight different TV shows, and like six of them are on Netflix. Wow! Yeah. yeah. I read somewhere that it was like, okay, I don't remember where I read it, but they were describing how he left the Cavaliers just because he wanted to win championships. Then he left for the Miami Heat to go to the Cavaliers because he had a promise to keep, that's what they said. And then now he's moving to Lakers just because he wants to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. He actually wants to build money outside of basketball. He wants to build an empire, basically. I would think. He's made a lot of money in basketball, so he took less money in, like, less basketball money to make more money outside of basketball. Basically choosing, like, I want to live here. I want to play here because I want to live here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah, because it would kind of suck to, like, you know, you, you have to play for this team, but, like, outside of playing, like, it kind of sucks. Yeah, and no no offense to Cleveland, and, you know, my dog Adrian, because he's from Cleveland, but, like, you can't really do – you can't really reach the business ventures you want to reach like that LeBron is probably wanting to reach in Cleveland like you would in a city like L.A. or a New York or a, a Miami. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. And he's like reached that celebrity status now. Like he has the ability to like, I want to do this TV show. I can do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, exactly. that's, okay. Let's see. I didn't know about that part. And I was thinking like, all right, if he really is a goat, he needs to have his own space jam. <laughs> Cause he is though. What do you mean? Like the movies, the movies like supposedly done already. Really? That's amazing. Yeah. And I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before. I'm gonna say it again. And Michael Jordan did a really good job. What do you think about it? Michael Jordan did terrible in Space Jam. Okay, he was talking to basically no one. Like he was working with just like fake cartoon characters the entire time. He wasn't talking to real people. And he, well, I mean, Bill Murray did a good job. Okay, well, yeah, but like, for someone who's not a professional actor, I think he did a really good job. Alright, well, that's your hot take. My hot take is that LeBron doesn't need Space Jam to be better than Michael Jordan. No, he probably is already better than Michael Jordan. Yeah, like, a basketball player. 
Um, but I'm just saying, like, since for his brand overall, like, to be seen as, like, an icon just, like, in general, he's got to be, um, he has to be, like, even bigger than basketball. Mm-hmm. So I think what he's doing, that makes sense. What TV shows is he is he going to be making? I, I forgot the names of it, but I just know like that a bunch of them were on Netflix. He signed like this deal with Netflix to do like five or six shows. Is he going to be in them, or is he just going to be like? No, I'm just executive producing. What What are they going to be about? Asshole? I don't know. You're asking all these questions. I don't know the answer to. Well, I know. But I, I don't. I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget. But we got to talk about the airdrop stories. Oh, yeah. I, I skipped over it. I skipped over it. That's why. Um, so in every venue that I've been on tour in, I've literally, all I've been doing is <laughs> either either I'm playing Fortnite while I'm on stage, right? Or I'm catching uh, Pokemon while I'm on stage, or I'm airdropping funny memes to the crowd. That's great. Actually, what I started doing, like, at the last, like, two or three shows is I'll screenshot messages on my notes saying... <laughs> <laughs> I want to screenshot messages on my notes saying like, "Hey, you guys look funny from the stage." <laughs> Just stupid stuff like that, <laughs> and airdrop it to everybody. Can you tell my airdrop story? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so it was at the art show that I was in a couple weeks ago, where I had the fine average vibe. Anyway, so we were just enjoying the music, sitting on this couch. And all of a sudden, I get an airdrop request, and it's a picture. What well, looks like it looks like a turd, right? But it's not. It's like someone with really stubby fingers holding a really fat blunt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this person here? <laughs> is this person like taking a picture and like offering it to me? Like, where would I find this person? What's happening? So I accept it, and I'm like looking at it and I actually reversed image searched it. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that this is something from the internet. And surprise, surprise, it was. Um so I was like, okay, so there's not someone like hiding in the kitchen with like a bunch trying to find strangers to smoke with him, whatever. So um, <laughs> then I'm like trying to find a meme to send back. I find a great party B one. Try to send it back, but his airdrop is off. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Then like maybe 20 minutes pass by and I start talking to this artist who's sitting next to me. Um, and we're just like, you know, talking about art or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, he was like, yeah. So I was the one that sent you that picture. <laughs> I'm like, that's the entire time we've been here. And he's like, yeah. Um, I would like airdrop some random number and I started hearing you guys talking about the picture and I'm like, oh shit, like, oh, I'm like, you're just gonna say anything Yeah, I reverse researched it to see if it was real or not and I showed it to him and he was like, oh, um, I didn't know that was the thing. And then like, right after that walked away. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? And then I asked him afterwards, I was like, is it weirder that he airdropped me this picture or is it weirder that I told him that I reverse image searched it? And he was like, it is definitely much weirder that he airdropped me that picture. So. Yeah, I mean, you reverse searching it is weird though, but it's not as weird. 
Well, I wanted to know. I wanted to know if it was real or not. I mean, I should have known because, like, uh, it, was, it didn't look like pictures. No. Oh my god! Um, yeah, that, was, that's like, a great way to break the ice, though. I, I I see his vision. I know what he was trying to do. Yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna do that, leave your um like airdrop still on, so I can message you back. You know what I mean? You can keep up the game. I have so many memes to share. Next time you go to a race game, just airdrop it to everybody. Oh, you know what? I probably will. You can't get like a, you can't get like hacked or anything. <laughs> no. no, I don't. I don't think so. I was airdropping this meme of uh, Ross from Friends, like pointing up, saying, "Get a look at this guy." <laughs> just just, just, just airdrop it to everybody. That sounds like a terrible meme. I was going to send back the one of Cardi B, like when she was little. And then it says, my mama say, mama, mama, this, that. And then it has Michael Jordan's face on Cardi B's face. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, whatever. Um, any, more, any more sports talk? No, I'm a sports though. Two minute tantrum. This is, this is going to be good, Kat. This is going to be good. You, you'll enjoy this one. Because okay. I purposely left this off my week to talk about it on the rant. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, whenever you're ready. I'm ready now. Now. Go now. So during the tour, I don't, I don't want to give the location out. But during the tour, um, we went to this after party, right? Um, and I met a pro wrestler by the name of Xavier Woods, okay? Um, I know that I have some wrestling fans that listen to this, so you guys know who Xavier Woods is. I have no problem saying who this was is because he's a piece of shit. Um, so, you know, I've met Xavier Woods in the past before, but he doesn't remember, right, obviously. But I brought up the time that I, we that we met each other back when he was an indie wrestler. Um, now he signed to the WWE. Uh, and... You know, we were we were vibing to listening to the music or whatever. I, you know, somebody brought up that I was in Rolling Loud. He's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go to the next one. When when is the next one?" And I told him, "You know, September in Oakland." He's like, "Oh, we're not on that side of, that side of the world in September, but let's keep up to date about it." So he was like, "Let me ask you something. How come how come you guys um never booked uh, Takashi Six Nine?" <laughs> And then I said, um, we've never booked them because we we don't we don't really book people that are convicted for things that for things like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they're if they're accused is one thing, but when you're convicted for something, is something different. You know what I mean? Um, and he was like, oh, that's that's kind of fucked up because he makes better music than you know everybody else that you guys book. Does he really? I mean, and he was like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if I was buying tickets, like, I would definitely rather buy it to see him. And he was drinking, okay? He was drinking. He was drunk. So I was like, it's whatever, you know? What I mean, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, yo, um, l- let me, uh, uh, let's follow each other on social media, right? So I was like, cool. No problem. And he was like, "Yeah, man. Um, 
next time because I told him I live in Miami, right? Next time I'm in, I'm in Florida, I'm gonna hit you up. So we follow each other, right? We follow each other, and the very next morning comes to find out that he blocked me everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck? He blocked me everywhere. And so here's my thing. He, he, here's what, what frustrates me. I he didn't really start acting. And I say acting because I don't believe really that he was that drunk, right? He really didn't start acting drunk until I told him that we were going to book that guy or, or why we haven't booked that guy, right? Mm-hmm. So take your musical preferences and shove it up your ass, my guy. I'm sorry. Like, if you're going to feel that kind, like, that kind of way about, um, about it where you have to block me over that, come on, bro. That's crazy. He blocked me on Instagram and Twitter. Why didn't you have to even ask for your... Yeah, right, right. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's my rant. Wow. 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 My rant is starting now. And it is about, um, about this guy on Facebook. Have I ranted about this before? The person who... Is not original on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this particular person that I'm on, I'm friends with on Facebook. I'm not going to say who it is, but he continuously, multiple times, consistently takes shit off of Reddit and posts it as his own statuses, and people think he's hilarious. But it's just the subreddit shower thoughts. Have you been on the subreddit? Nah. They're like little one-liners that are like. Thoughts that would like, oh yeah, that's pretty funny, haha, like funny observations. But he'll like he'll post it under his own as his status without crediting or anything. And he'll get like fucking 70, 100 likes on it, and people are like, haha, you're so funny, blah, blah, blah. It's all a lie. It's a lie. And I feel like I'm the only person who knows the truth. <laughs> I want to expose him, but I don't want to seem like a creepy petty person who copy and paste his statuses into search engines to see if it's somewhere else. But every time, Wilson, every time I'll like, I'll post the status, I'm like, hmm, this is kind of clever. Let me go look it up on Google and see if it already exists. And word for word, he doesn't fucking change the wording or anything. It's the same exact thing as the subreddit. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's just a really clever guy who just posts on Reddit and like he also posts on Facebook. No, I looked <laughs> I looked at the usernames for each of these um each of these subreddit Reddit posts and they're all different people. But he always posts them within like this like a couple hours after they've been on Reddit. So he's probably just on that subreddit constantly looking for things to post. And I have a couple mutual friends with him on Facebook. I just want to tell them like oh, shit. He is a phony. He is not this is not his intellectual property. And the thing that like, like grinds my gears is this guy's in marketing. How the, oh boy. How the fuck are you going to like say that you're, you can go into advertising and you can make up your own shit? Like that is so, it's so pathetic because like these are just funny statuses on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, why are you taking it so seriously that you're gonna like pretend like you made this up? <laughs> People need to know the truth. Do I know this guy? No, you don't. I met him through the advertising world. Being okay. Advertiser here. 
in the Tampa Bay area. And try, try to get me to like the same business on Facebook. And I'm like, no, it's a lie. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. One day, Anna, BFF Anna, she was like, you should do that thing where you like, you should like copy his status and post it as your own and see if he says anything. But, Word. Actually, I think I might be in Colorado in a few weeks. I gotta hit up Anna so she she the link. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my commit tantrum. I'm so mad. Every time I see him on my new feed, I'm like, I, um, I feel like it's my mission to to tell the to expose the truth. Yeah, it's, it's definitely your mission. You did a good job. Thanks. But he still he still has no one knows who it is yet. Um anyway. I'm gonna I figure this out. I'm gonna figure out who that is. I'll tell you later. I have screenshots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See cat saves your screenshots, I don't. Huh? Cat can you save your screenshots? I don't. Yeah, I do. I, I think my all my, my whole phone is actually just screenshots of like people that have pissed me off and just What the fuck cat? <laughs> So weird. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> what? I mean, okay. <laughs> like people who have like done something offensive, and I'm like, they're probably gonna take this shit down. I'm gonna screenshot it so that I have it. I have the evidence for me to rant about to my friends. That's it. In my lifetime, I've only deleted like five posts, and they were like on Twitter. I think I've only deleted five tweets in my life. Well, you know what? That's good. I don't believe in taking things back. I yeah. said what I said. No, that's good. Maybe you should not post the, them in the first place. But <laughs> what you actually, what you actually said. So, um, but speaking of <laughs> taking back what you or not taking back what you said, cringe moment of the week. We actually have two cringe moments of the weeks. Cringe moment of the week for you guys. Cringe moments of the week. Moments of the week. Well, I mean, it's been multiple weeks, though, so it kind of is. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> cringe moments of the week. Um, so the first one is um, about Trump and how he allegedly, most definitely, has said the N-word. Like, come on. Come yeah. on. Um, and the White House had tried to <laughs> address it on the news. So here is the clip. Can you stand at the podium and guarantee the American people they'll never hear Donald Trump utter the N-word on a recording in any context? Uh, I can't guarantee uh, anything, but I can tell you that the president addressed this question directly. I can tell you that I've never heard it. Uh <laughs> oh, man. It's so bad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I really like how she kind of pauses and is like, how am I going to do this one? Like, come on. I, like, everyone knows, obviously, Trump's a huge racist. Of course, he has said it. Like, there's no way you're going to try to cover it up. But yeah, the, the way she covered it was basically like, yeah, well, I'm not in the room. So, I mean, I don't know. I never heard it. <laughs> I never heard it. Um... Yeah, but we all we all know we all know. 
Um, the second one is, <laughs> uh, this is about, this is the second one is OG Magnum. And in case you're not familiar with who OG Magnum is, he is a very, he is an old white guy who is super into cars and rap music and tattoos. And basically it's like, he's famous because he's being himself. And it's like not what you would expect from this old white guy. Um, and I will admit like, I got a kick out of him. Like I thought he was like super cool. And <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's super cool, but I thought it was cute. You know, like he's being himself and he's totally happy. Um, but apparently today is like actually his 60th birthday. And this video of him, it's more on the cringy side. But I'm to hey, you know what, motherfuckers? It's my 60th birthday. 60 fucking years of doing this crazy ass shit, and I ain't dead yet. Y'all know where I am for my birthday. Just follow me, you'll figure it out. But help me get to 300,000 fucking followers. Just do it. Just ask people. Just do it, man. Give me the 300,000 followers for my 60th motherfucking birthday. Man. Let's turn this shit up. Uh. That video would have been fine if he wasn't telling people to get him to 300,000 followers for his birthday. Yeah. I, I, I don't think the video was fine without that. Like, <laughs> nothing was fine about this video. <laughs> but how do you feel about OG Magnum just in general, though? I like, don't. I, 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 he needs to go away. What? He, he needs to go away. Oh, he's being himself. And have you seen the He's video? not being himself. That's that's the thing. He's not being himself. Oh, see, I hope he was. Like, okay, do, you, do you believe Little Tay's being himself? No. Okay. Well, okay. It's the same thing. This video of OG Magnum and his wife, and it's where he's singing along to that Ply song. And he's like, she is my rock, 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 rock. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of cute. It's like, oh, he's like, he's being himself no matter what people would say. But um, now I'm starting to think that no. <laughs> Being be naive, cut. Huh? You're being naive about it. I know. I'm working on it. That was a finger gun right there. Um. Yeah. Sorry that you had to hear that. And also, happy birthday, OG Magnum. Yeah, happy birthday, guy. Happy 70th birthday. You're not 60. 60. He apparently is 60. Which I'm gonna tell people I'm 21. <laughs> Oh, I don't. I don't think I'd want to be twenty-one again. Oh um, man, I was lit at twenty-one. I was. I, that, was a, that was a good year for me. I feel wiser now. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we gotta wrap this up. Yes, we do. Thank you for sticking around with us. Um, so far. Um, we have a new playlist that you posted. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we talk about the playlist, there's something really important we got to talk about. What? We got to talk about what we did with last episode. Oh, yes, please share. So I get these reports from iTunes, right? Because we have our podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud as well. And apparently, thanks to you guys, um, officially legit was the number one trending comedy podcast on iTunes for one day. In Florida, right? In Florida. <laughs> In Florida. In Florida. So it was the number one comedy podcast in Florida for one day, but I think that's so fucking amazing because there's a ton of shit that goes on in Florida, and we were number one, baby. 
Yes. And we reached drum roll. In one day, in one day, this is another another report that I got from them. In one day, we reached over one thousand unique listeners to that last episode. Oh shit! Over one thousand. So yeah, thank you. Actually, thanks Apple for giving me these random fucking statistics. But <laughs> thank you to you guys for listening. Yeah, that's really awesome. And it's nice to know that you know. I mean, as fun as it is, talk to Wilson. It's like cool that there are other people that are <laughs> listening to. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, like, I, I, I say this to people all the time, like, I, when we record this, 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 this podcast, I don't really do it to talk to other people. I just do it, like, if I'm just conversing with Kat. So it's, like, it's cool that other people are listening to our conversations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And while you're listening, check out the playlist that we posted um, last week. It's pretty good. It's, just, it's our typical official legit jam volume 17, volume 17. I think 17 of these. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of Travis Scott. It's a lot of Astro World. But Listen, that's all I'm playing all, all the rest of the summer, anyways. Added our favorites from that album. But um, there's, a, there's a good mix, though. Like, besides that, there's a bunch of other shit. Yeah, got some, you added some Hello Goodbye, right? <laughs> added some Arctic Monkeys. Mm hmm. That's a lot of good stuff on there. Check it out. Um, and in the meantime, you can also check me on Twitter at Catlin Design and on Instagram at Catlin Design and on Facebook at And you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, um, MySpace at. <laughs> no, I'm being so serious. I reopened my MySpace at WZ Happening. Um, yeah for wholesome tweets and all the good stuff. All right. Until next time. Bye, guys. All right. See ya.